Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is uh, Season 3, Episode 15, Fight or Flee. And in the last episode, the Decepticons and the Autobots got into a fight on someone else's planet in a shit episode that was <laughs> shit. And there was singing. <laughs> so much sorry, singing sorry, sorry. every time. <laughs> so this, uh, this episode, we actually open up with... Uh, this is pretty cool... Uh, just a pretty cool opening a master scene where uh, we have Cyclonus and Scourge chasing Air Raid through an asteroid. Yeah, and Air Raid's just having a great old time flying around. I thought this should have been Power Glide because he's like swooping and diving and looping and everything else. Like, away we go. Like, But we <laughs> find out glide. why it needed to be Air Raid because uh, the other aerial bots reveal themselves from behind an asteroid and it was mm, a trap. They, they were hiding behind this asteroid. <laughs> what happens here, Paul, is a very well... Uh, like planned out and shot battle. I know I complain a lot on this uh, show about uh, just the lack of spatial awareness and showing who's where and what's happening, but this... It's done well. Everything here was done really well. It was clear who was where or who was where in relation to each other. And then there was a moment where the aerial bots kind of had Galvatron or um, Cyclonus and Scourge a bit surrounded and they... Like surrender. They had this... They went to a wide shot... Yeah, they, they had the kind of couple close-up uh, shots of fire back and forth. Then they went to this really nice wide shot, and they showed how the two Decepticons kind of maneuvered their way around, so now they're flying away from the uh, Autobots or the aerial mm. bots. Then they cut back to the two of them, where they have turned around and are flying backwards, firing at the Autobots, dodging all this laser, mm. laser fire. And then we shoot their POV with the aerial bots coming at them. And there wasn't a single moment in that entire sequence where I didn't know what was going on. So, yeah, like Silverbolt's like, all right, surrender. And so kind of Cyclone's like, I retreat from nobody. And then he retreats. And there's some back and forth. And Scourge realizes they're outgunned. And Cyclone's just like, attack. And then, and then they retreat, yeah. Because Scourge gets hurt really bad. And, like, his internal diagnostics don't work. And they head towards this vortex or something to take cover from Superion because like he's beating the shit out of them because he does anyway they go through this vortex and crash land on a planet that Galvatron or oh I broke down Galvatron but Cyclonus it's like a a time warp or something we don't know what it is because he does say it looks looks like like Cybertron Cybertron in the golden era although they crash landed into dirt so I'm like what Cybertron are you picturing (laughs) but um they and they're greeted by a bunch of Transformers and Sandstorm what yeah Sandstorm is their leader like wait 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 a minute we already met him and now we're meeting him so like i'm thinking okay is this time travel like what's going on here and cyclonus like he finally admits all right i'm too weak to fight back and so he he thinks they're gonna be captured wherever they're surrounded and sandstorm's like welcome to paradron friends (laughs) like and scourge is like i think we might be dead (laughs) yeah um and so i'm guessing what this is is just the whole production order versus uh broadcast order thing this should have happened a while ago or this should have at least happened before we started to meet octane yeah anyway uh so galvatron and scourge are taken back to whatever oh and they're all autobots by the way yeah but they're taken back to this base and nursed back to hell yeah well and the nurse is it's RC, but she's painted blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so, I don't know. And, and she's feeding Cyclonus something. She yeah. right there, like that one uh, shot is about the the 
biggest character you see in any of these Autobots. In fact, there's a shot later mm. as Cyclonus is like chugging Energon. Other than, because than Sandstorm. They go, yeah. Oh, yes, other than Sandstorm. Cyclonus and Scourge go, ooh, look at the, the Energon. And they just start chugging it and get back to full strength. And it pans across all these super friendly Autobots that Scourge very uh, open-mindedly refers to as sissy Autobot. <laughs> Uh, like it pans across them, and they all just look like droids from a 1970s movie, and they all look exactly the same. But, and, and Scourge is, like, kind of confused. Like, why are we not getting attacked by these guys? And then Cyclones is like, they don't even, they're unarmed. Like, and Scourge is like, yeah, they're wimps. Yeah. <laughs> and sissies. They, they realize they can take over, so they burst in the control room. It's a great line here, where Scourge shoots some, you know, wimpy tra- uh, Autobot. And Autobot's like, you're not supposed to be in here. And Scourge just kicks him into a computer monitor. And when he's in the monitor, you can hear him going, hey, I'm stuck in here. And Cyclonus goes up to the panel. Peter kicking. And yeah. Cyclonus just says, yeah, everybody's got to be somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That was a good line. That's a good line. So uh, he sends Galvatron a message saying, hey, we found a planet with all these wimpy Autobots, uh, and there's unlimited energy on, so why don't you come over? <laughs> and then we cut to the kind of a general meeting of all the Autobots on this planet on, on Paradron. Well, yeah, like Sandstorm's in front of like thousands of these people. So yeah, <laughs> Sandstorm Autobots. is kind of standing up uh, in front of them going, hey, you can't trust these guys. And they're all like, well, I mean, maybe they just got a little drunk on Energon. They don't seem that bad to yeah, me. Yeah, you're taking this too seriously. Yeah, yeah. You know, and outside of the meeting, I don't know why, Cyclonus is like, well, hey, let's go prove them all wrong. And they just march in and blast Sandstorm. <laughs> yeah, they say, set your weapons to stun. Like, oh, yeah. really? They have stuns that They do now. <laughs> and uh, they shoot Sandstorm and all the Autobots freak out and try to one, yeah, run away, but the doors the close. Yeah. yeah. And then Galvatron and the rest of the Decepticons fly in and land and decide we're going to rule. Yeah, and Cyclone says, bow to your new leader, and one Autobot, he's kind of like Michael Palin from Money by the Holy Crown, like, this is a democracy! Like, I didn't vote for you. Yeah. And Galvatron just shoots him. Bang! There. And they, and <laughs> like they toss else? Sandstorm <laughs> into a holding cell, and he, uh, he very easily cuts through the windows. I guess yeah. in a lot of these episodes, you know, if somebody escapes from somewhere, breaks into something, laser turrets pop up and start shooting. None of this happens because obviously this is a hyper peaceful planet. Yeah. So it makes sense, I guess, that he escapes from this so easily. Yeah. There, and there, as he no does, weapons, right? uh, Brawl and Razorclaw, that's the lion, right? Mm. Yeah, I got it right. And Razorclaw, it's like, you'd think it'd be two guys from the same combiner team and not different teams and yeah they're chasing after them but it's not like they could even combine into anything no hey well let's get a left arm and right leg after them <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you guys the, stick the your torso. butts together <laughs> yeah uh so they uh they anyway they knock him off a bridge he falls into a canyon we go to a commercial break and then we reveal how stupid they are yeah and i'm thinking hopefully this guy remembers he can turn into a helicopter and yep he can turn into a helicopter <laughs> but so, like, if he knew he could do that because when he falls up this bridge he's like ah it's like, what's with all the screaming, man? Just fly. <laughs> so the Decepticons try to follow him, and they lose him. Yeah, they fly after him. And then we uh, we go to Sandstorm, and he's prepping this old shuttle. I guess it's just, it looks old and beat to shit. He, he finds this old ship. Yeah, and <laughs> he, like, starts gassing it up, uses a jerry can. And then <laughs> yeah. we cut to Dive Bomb, who's flying overhead, and he radios into Galvatron. He's like, hey, I found Sandstorm. Can I just kill Sandstorm? And yeah, Galvatron's he has like, permission. Which, eh, I guess there's yeah. a... Fuck him There's up. a rank to follow. <laughs> and uh, so he shoots at it or dive bombs at it uh, and misses. And the shuttle 
hole with sandstorm and it escapes. <laughs> yeah, because sandstorm takes off and the dive bomb just hits the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Galvatron's not going to be happy. And if you see like, where he was flying, he, he wouldn't ever? have hit it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Galvatron is basically alerted that sandstorm got away and he got through the vortex or he's getting through the vortex. So Yeah, it's Bruticus yeah. reporting that sandstorm. Yeah. And, and they know his name. Just escaped Peridron's atmosphere. So, okay, that's an atmosphere. So Spike could have come here if he wanted to. But, <laughs> like, is this, like, in the past or something like we already know sandstorm and, and if that's the case bruticus is a long way off so like well no i think what? bruticus came with galvatron through the vortex to take over this planet oh okay okay that that makes sense that so makes sense. they uh he gets through the oh yeah uh, galvatron says how oh, okay if, if the autobots are going to find out make the slaves work faster and then we go yeah, to go. sandstorm blitzwing is among the decepticons did you I know, know. yeah blitzwing's yeah. in there and uh through the vortex now safe and sound ish uh, Sandstorm makes a distress call. The Autobots pick him up and he's like, Help. right away do yeah, not Firefly believe him. picks it up in whatever ship he's in. Yeah, Rodimus gives the order. And Cup is, yeah. we haven't seen Cup for a bit. Springer there too. First time we've seen Springer in a while, it feels like. Again, I'm betting like it, it, we probably would have seen Springer more regularly if we were watching this in production order. Yeah. And maybe it, that's it. Just like season two, you know, the certain Autobots start to fade out as new toys come in. Mm. So they, uh, he tells them this story that after the fourth Cybertronian War, or during the fourth Great War, his ancestors said, who were Autobots, said, fuck this war, fuck this planet, and they left and kind of accidentally stumbled in through this vortex and on this other planet mm. and this other planet and decided let's build a new civilization and they did yeah because like cop says that there's no such thing as a paradran planet like this what kind of name is that or whatever and Sandra's like no I'm telling the truth it's like and then Magnus is like you know he's not lying according to the polygraph like they, they're putting him through a lie detector test it's like that thing on uh, Beavis and Butthead where like they get caught stealing money or something and like they have to do the lie detector and Butthead's in the thing and the guy holds up uh, four fingers just to get a reading, whatever. But it says it's like, uh, three. <laughs> but because he thought it was three, <laughs> he technically wasn't lying. I was like, wonder. So, uh, Rodimus is convinced and he orders a strike force to go to Paradron. And then we go to Paradron and Galvatron is overseeing his slaves harvest energon. Yep. He has enslaved the entire planet and they're making bombs and shit. Yeah. Oh, and he's built like giant buildings or it looks like because the, the just the infrastructure looks way more Decepticon-y than mm. what we saw. Like, the planet when uh, uh, Cyclonus and Scourge first arrive kind of has a human feel to it. It looks like, you know, s shorter square buildings with power, te you know, yeah. Antennas. Anyway, um, <laughs> there was kind of a funny bit here, though, where uh, as uh, Galvatron is looking over his slaves, he looks up and sees the Autobots coming in broadside. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what do we have here? And Bruticus <laughs> is like, it's the Autobots. <laughs> he says, yeah, I know. He's like, well, I know what it is. Why did you, you ask? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then Galvatron has to explain it to him what a figure speech. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty good. Um, there were a couple funny moments in this episode. So uh, they fire a molecular... This is kind of neat. They fire a molecular cannon at the Autobots, and it goes through a moon <laughs> and blows up the Autobot ship. And we go to a commercial break. Well, uh, before that, like, uh, when Bruticus fires this thing, like, Brawl, who should be one of his legs, and, and Razor Claw are the ones that bring the gun out. Like, wait, wait, wait a minute, you're on his... Anyway, uh, you get Razor Claw fires the thing and kaboom. Yeah. When we come back, uh, 
Galvatron is gloating. Ah, I blew them up. I won. And then we cut to <laughs> Rodimus. Like, yeah, and we've... Not a subtle weapon, is it? <laughs> yeah. And uh, we cut to Rodimus. He's like, sweet, the decoy ship worked. Uh, we wrote ourselves out of that one, kids. And yeah. then uh, he, he assigns tasks. He says, Springer, Sandstorm, and himself will evac the Autobot slaves. And then Magnus, Blur, and Wheelie will try to gain control of uh, the Energon fountains hmm. or whatever it is, source. Yeah. And they all fly out into planets. And I paused the screen here. I counted 13 Autobots. They're way too far away and small in the yeah, screen. You can't tell, really who's tell who. who's who. But there's 13 Autobots flying towards the planet. And Rodimus only gave jobs to six of them. <laughs> so I don't know what the others are. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> we go to Rodimus, Springer, and Sandstorm. And they attack. Again, this kind of looks like a human prison. This yeah. looks like human technology in season two. When it started to have that transformer, yeah. Influence. When when humans kind of, you can tell they're getting technology from the Autobots. Or yeah. Whatever. When Chip started getting his yeah. shit together, mm, and like uh, they shoot their way into this room with a bunch of pacifist Autobots inside it. Yeah. Yeah, and then oh, and then suddenly Skylink's. Is yeah, away. yeah. He just flies. Over, they attack a base while Skylink flies overhead and's like, "Doodaloo, hi, I'm here. <laughs> can I play too?" And then they so yeah, they open this big door. There's all these you know terrified wimp, the wimpy Autobots and uh, Skylink or Rodimus is like, "Give him the guns." And Skylink just has a bunch of <laughs> yeah. guns. He dumps. In front he of them. just turns around, opens his back, and it's like a dump truck. Like a gazillion guns fall out of this. And the Autobots are like, "No." No, we don't want to fight. And Sandstorm's like, pick up the gun. So, oh, and then Rodimus <laughs> yeah. kind of gives him a speech, and he says, it's time for you to fight or flee. Roll credits. We don't got time for this. Fight or flee. Like, fucking sugar uh, so the this, And this is kind of dumb. They pick up the guns, and it's going to lead to nowhere, which we'll see in a bit. Yeah. Like, then we cut to, uh, well, we see the Decepticons laying in wait for a second, and then we see Magnus, Blur, and Wheelie kind of just running towards them blindly. Yeah, and they're taking fire, and like, kiss the Decepticons. Had them there. Yeah, they get pinned down. There's there's some Decepticon here that I've never seen before. I got no who, who idea who it is. Fires a rocket launcher. The yellow and red one? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And an Ultra Magnus contacts uh, Rodimus. And uh, Rodimus is like, blow the planet's core. Like, whoa, okay, that's... Uh... <laughs> A little drastic. Yeah, I know. And Sandstorm's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Let's just <laughs> calm the fuck down. And Rodimus is like, no, nope, if the Decepticons get this one, other planets are going to be vulnerable. Like, Rodimus is not a good... Optimus would have had a better solution. I know he would have. So, he at least would have tried yeah. something else first. Like, yeah, they, yeah, they went to from zero to nuclear. Yeah. So then like, we go... We're, then we're with Rodimus, and the peaceful Autobots are all like, you know what? We actually have escape pods. Uh, we're going to leave. And they all just load, board up. So what was the deal with the guns? They're just on escape pods, and they leave the planet now. So that problem yeah. solved. Bye. Then we go to Ultra Magnus and Sandstorm, and they have to enter this building that leads to the core that they're going to blow up. <laughs> Sandstorm says something like, don't talk, or the thing will collapse or something. And, there's, and they talk right away. Yeah, and there's a missile flying around the room trying to sense their presence or something. It's like, But all they have to do to avoid it is just lay down on the ground. Yeah, and then Ultra Magnus grabs it and throws it back. It's like... He, well, he throws it, and then, because we didn't see the, the missile where it came from, but it obviously came from a bunch of Constructicons who have a tank. Yeah. And he throws it at the tank. So suddenly we just see these Constructicons, and they get blown up. <laughs> They're in the little thing, kaboom. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, it just got silly. I mean, so there's a bit of this dumb Indiana Jones stuff getting through. And then uh, they get to the core. 
And they plant this bomb. Yeah, his ultimate is like, uh, give me the bomb or whatever. And he plants the bomb. They start to escape. And then Galvatron sees them. And Ultra Magnus says, ah, they'll get the last laugh, transforms, and runs Galvatron over and, like, smash. Yeah. Galvatron's like, yeah, run, you coward. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Ultra Magnus isn't a coward. Oh, shit. Decepticons, let's get out of here. Yeah, I like that. If this guy's running for it. There's something up. And then we go, I, I guess, to the moon or a nearby planet. And uh, this was Rodimus' is such a d-bag uh sandstorm this is sandstorms watches they his, really did it the autobots destroyed an entire planet so the decepticons go next that has been the home to these people for millions of years sandstorm says watches his home planet destroyed and he says as beautiful in death as it was in life and then rodimus says well no need to get mushy cybertron's a better place anyway not so perfect So when Sandstorm escapes from prison through a window smaller than his body, he gets to a long-abandoned spaceship and starts fueling it with a jerry can. Like, what, does this thing run on gasoline? Like, you got any idea how much gasoline you need to fuel a rocket? Like, you're on a planet with unlimited energon which we know is basically concentrated oil or electricity or whatever it is. Either way, it's a far more efficient source of fuel. But you whip out the jerry can and gas her up, and away you go. Like, where did he get the jerry can? <laughs> like, did his dad ask him to cut the grass and he found it in the shed next to the lawnmower? Oh, but there's no gas in it because his dad put it in the truck and didn't fill the fucking thing back up. And then his parents get home and the grass isn't cut, and they're like, what the hell, Paul? We asked you to cut the lawn. And hey, it's not my fault there wasn't any gas to put in the fucking lawnmower. What, you expect me to cut it with scissors? And then... Well, there's the end of another episode, a good episode of, uh, well, maybe it was a good episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I don't know, but it was a good episode of the Transformers, I'll say that. I liked it, yeah. If you want to see something that's not great, you can find Paul and I <laughs> on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at pmcpherson1. Yep, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you're using to listen to us with. And tell us what you're listening to us with on Twitter. There you go. And nice uh, tell all your friends. Too. Yeah, nice tie-in. Uh, and then uh, next episode we'll watch is Web World. And until then, keep on transforming, I guess. Good idea. Galvatron's not going to be happy.